Welcome to the DevOps Sauna podcast. I am Lauri and I run our marketing at Efficode. In our series, Block It Out Loud, we dive into our more popular blog posts, giving you the chance to enjoy this content in audio format. You can find the link to the original blog post in the show notes. Enjoy! War of the CI Servers GitLab versus GitHub versus Jenkins. Since their inception as little more than glorified shell scripts, continuous integration systems, or build servers as they were called, have evolved from an exotic niche product to a central piece of any well-oiled software delivery project. Along with the rise of agile methodologies and continuous delivery practices, the CI server has moved towards a center stage in your development lifecycle. And while the market for CI servers is booming, it can be hard to tell the difference between them and choose which one to adopt. Should one choose Jenkins, GitLab CI, or maybe GitHub Actions? This episode will guide you through the selection process and give you guidance to make the optimal choice. Let's start with a bit of background on the history of CI. Some 20 years ago, a ThoughtWorks employee named Matthew Fomel built and released the first version of Cruise Control. While it probably wasn't the first build system ever made, it stands as the first widely adopted and known one. Looking at a screenshot of the original Cruise Control and the current GitLab CI, the major differences lie in the 20 plus years of web UI development. But surprisingly enough, not a lot of the essential information you need has changed in that time. Basically, it comes down to this. When did a build happen? Was it successful or was it not? Link to more information on the output of that particular build. In essence, build pipelines are just that. A series of steps to validate if a given change in code results in a build releasable to the public. The landscape. It's a wild, wild west out there. The current landscape of CI systems is huge and booming. When starting out in the DevOps world, the de facto standard was Jenkins, and the idea of build pipelines as code was something from the future. Everything was pointy-pointy, clicky-clicky UI work. Nowadays, we have more than a dozen different offerings, all competing for market share. They all have their unique features and purported benefits, making it hard to figure out if you miss any crucial features by opting for one continuous integration brand over the other. When you search on the web, software providers usually show their made-to-measure feature comparisons vis-a-vis -vis the competitors, invariably showing their superiority over the challengers. This episode will focus on three offerings in the following sections, Jenkins, GitHub Actions, and GitLab CI. We pick these three products because they're the ones we see most often in the wild at the moment, and they represent the mainstream of offerings. All three vendors have their strengths and weaknesses, and depending on your needs and preferences, some of them matter more than others. Design choices lead some to pick YAML instead of a DSL, or to prefer more built-in features instead of having everything as external tools, like plugins or actions, as GitHub likes to call them. Jenkins, however, starts to seem more and more dated. For instance, it doesn't have any starter templates that enable you to be up and running with Hello Gradle or the like in minutes. 
Jenkins also lacks the capability for directed acyclic graphs, or DAG as we like to call it, for pipeline orchestration, which can lead to longer feedback times, which we actively discourage. A bit about DAG pipelines. When building pipelines, you typically want to run as many things as possible in parallel, but not all jobs take the same amount of time. If the CI system only supports fan in slash out, all jobs in a given stage need to complete for the next batch of jobs to run. With DAG, you can specify when any of your jobs can run, as well as what other jobs should be finished beforehand. The CI system then figures out the order accordingly. And this is very important, especially for big multi-tier projects and slash or mono repos. Who wins the war? Here comes the opinionated part of the episode. Unless you feel that a unique feature of a particular vendor is a critical differentiating factor for you, picking any of the CI systems enables you to release quality software, given that you have quality software to begin with. One such feature in the past was Circle CI, offering both OS X and Android support as one of the first SOS solutions. This made Circle CI ideal for mobile app developers who did not want to buy a Mac for building iOS apps. And unless you think that hosting your CI operation, servers, instances for the main server and build agents, is part of your competitive advantage, think long and hard about if there isn't someone, vendor or third party, that can do this for you. Then you can spend your hard-earned innovation tokens elsewhere. So. Why are so many companies making the same thing? Because there is a war going on for the entire development ecosystem. From the vendor standpoint, a customer using several of their tools for issue management, code repository, build server, etc., has a much harder time dumping them because things tend to glue together. From a vendor perspective, vendor lock is actually a positive thing. So what are the six steps to wisdom? Here are some practical steps that can be helpful when choosing or untangling your CI system. Harden your delivery chain. In recent years, supply chain attacks have been one of the scariest methods to poison software from inside the delivery chain. Security features like two-factor authentication, different ways of verifying who pushed code, for example, code signing, easy role-based access control, software library or source code vulnerability scanning, etc., are worth gold here. GitHub and GitLab win big, since in Jenkins, you not only have to roll most of this on your own or by separate tools, but Jenkins and the plugins are a constant source of CVEs. Next, review your pipelines. If you're using many vendor-specific tools and plugins, the chances are that you won't be able to make a switch easily. Reproducibility anywhere. Ideally, you want to be able to release even if your CI system is down. By wrapping most of your build work inside scripts, you make it easier to test each step on a developer machine and create emergency releases in case your CI system is down and you need to release. Containerize your workloads and delivery. This has many added advantages other than just making your pipeline reproducible. If you're still struggling with, but it works on my machine, containers are your go-to solution. Remember to keep your pipeline dumb. If you have logic in your pipeline that needs to define your success or failure criteria, your pipeline is too intelligent. Take a step back and ask yourself, 
Is this really necessary? One way to improve your pipeline is to organize a workshop for your team around the pipeline using the pipeline game. This way, you can see beyond the nitty-gritty of details and focus on the bigger questions, like what quality gates you need and how to determine you're safe to release. Seeing is believing, the EFICODE example pipeline. Finally, if you'd like to see different vendors' looks, we've created the same pipeline with all the CI systems discussed above, as well as a few more. The steps are as follows. One, clone down. Two, test. Three, build. Four, build Docker. Five, system tests. If you'd like to look more deeply into the differences and similarities between the syntaxes, check out the GitHub repository. The link is provided in the show notes. That was it. Now we would love to hear from you about the further topics we should feature in this series. Our repertoire ranges from DevOps, Agile and Cloud Native to usability, accessibility and service design. Please reach out to us via Twitter, LinkedIn or Facebook and let us know what themes our experts should cover. Until then, take care of yourself and let's build the future of software development together.